This is the Idea Time Show, Idea Time Show with Dr. Joe North, helping facilitators expand their creativity, confidence, and impact through the power of innovation in action. Gain confidence as a facilitator, confidence with the technology, and confidence with your content and event design. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies and interviews that will accelerate your personal and business success. And now, here's your host, Dr. Jo North. Hello there, how are you doing? I hope you've had a really good day. I've had a great day. I've been working with entrepreneurs today, some fantastic businesses, and they're really looking at how they can innovate and scale up. So it's been a great day and very in keeping actually with the theme of today's show, which is all about innovation mindset. So how to power up your innovation mindset. I'm going to be talking about what innovation mindset is and how you can develop it and how you can strengthen it because it is something that we can all get better at using and we can use it to drive further success in our businesses. And we're going to start off by thinking, well, what is innovation? Because it's really important and it's something I've talked about before, the importance of defining innovation and really understanding what we mean by it. This is my definition anyway. It's about coming up with great new ideas and using them to make a positive difference to the world. And coming up with great ideas, driving forward, being a really positive force for change is super important. And I think, you know, the world needs all the positive change makers we can get that make a difference and move things forward for the greater good. So mindset is at the heart of how we innovate. And I'll I'll share why as we go forward. Now, Steve Jobs famously said that creativity is just connecting things. And actually, that's what innovation is. We need creativity before we can innovate because innovation is turning creativity into purposeful action. What it is really is about joining up the dots. It's about connecting the dots. So innovative thinkers are really good at finding quite unusual at times connections between things that other people might have missed or not seen or been aware of. And it's really important that we don't just join the dots. We've got to have good dots to join in the first place. So one of the first things that you can do in terms of powering up your own innovation mindset is to think differently, to expose yourself to different things, to look at how you can make different connections between things, because that's at the very root of a great idea. You know, we've got trillions of neurons inside our brains working all the time. And an idea happens when two of those neurons connect, when two pieces of insight come together to form a new piece of information. And it's those ideas that are the very root of all innovation. So we need to get really great at creating dots, but also at joining those dots to find new connections and new opportunities. So when Steve Jobs says creativity is connecting things, you know, I think he's absolutely right. And how do you create those dots? You know, how can you actually feed your mind with really great insight that might pop out in all sorts of unusual, interesting and useful ways as innovation later on? Well, I think firstly, you can look inside. So that's looking inside yourself, your own experience, looking inside your own organisation, inside your team at what you're doing and just really reflecting on on how things could be done uh, differently and better and just being very observant and listening into things. 
A great way of thinking differently is also to put yourself in the customer's shoes and actually do what the customer needs to do in order to do business with you. Take the customer's journey step by step, work through what the customer is trying to work through and don't just do it on a piece of paper or theoretically, you know, actually get out there and experience it for yourself because you will see, I guarantee, you will see things from the customer's point of view that you hadn't spotted before. And you'll see things that are opportunities for you to innovate and differentiate and create a better experience, product or service for your customer. Look on the periphery, look at the edges, look in spaces that nobody else is looking in to see what's going on there and what you can transfer into your own environment and look up and down the supply chain as well. So whatever industry you're in, it's really interesting to see what customers are doing outwards and also what suppliers are doing because obviously there's lots and lots of innovation that's happening within all of our supply chains, whatever industries we're in. And we can really learn from that. And there might be ways of pulling in some of that innovation upstream and using it in a different context in your own business, in your own environment. I'm also a super believer of looking outside of your own sector, because if you only ever look to the best in class in your own sector, then all you're going to be is really a replication of what's going on already. There's very little innovation. Yes, you might be able to do it a bit better, a bit faster, a bit cheaper or whatever. But there's some fantastic innovation opportunity that can come from looking at something completely different. You know, if you are in logistics, you could look at banking. If you're in banking, you could look at manufacturing and find some of the innovations that are happening there and think, oh, how could you transfer them into your sector and be inspired by that? I'm constantly inspired by collaboration and by working with great partners and getting to know people and getting to know how they're innovating too. So there is some fantastic work going on in universities, in colleges, in all sorts of, as I say, the supply chain or different partners in different industry groups as well. And you can collaborate within your own sector too. And there are spaces where we don't have to always compete. There's plenty of space where we can collaborate within the same sector to solve really important challenges and create really important opportunities together. And above all, really just expose yourself to people with diverse perspectives and experiences, not just people who you you feel comfortable with and who share similar experiences to your own, because from that diversity of perspective, from those different experiences, you know, that's really rich with potential for innovative thinking and fresh ideas. So in order to join the dots, we've got to create the dots for an innovation mindset. And to create the dots, it means looking outwards all the time and really um, spotting those opportunities that others might not see quite as readily. And there are some great sources for this. And now is a great time of year as well. All the global consumer trend reports are coming out ready for 2022. Some of them have been out a while. Some of them are still coming out. And there's lots of freely available information. There's lots of information you can buy, of course, 
And there's lots of information that's for free as well. So some that I like, the Deloitte Insights uh, 2022 Global Marketing Trends, uh, Mintel Consumer Trends. You could look at Gartner and see how the hype cycle for technology trends is evolving as well. So really looking outwards, thinking about how the world's changing and what that means for you, your product, your service, your business and your team. And you can find any of these. If you were to Google uh, Mintel Global Trends 2022, the Mintel report would come up and you can download it for free. The same with the Deloitte Insights one as well. And there are numerous others. So when you do your Google search for those, lots of different ones will come up. And then you can start to see the different themes that are emerging between all of these various insights as well. And as you're doing this, think about, you know, always be asking yourself what's likely and what's possible. So what's likely to happen? What could change? What's the direction that things are going in here? And what could I do? What might really work? What might make a difference? And you know, I think great questions actually lead to great thinking, which leads to great ideas. So if you're asking yourselves questions all the time, things like what's likely, what's possible, maybe what if we did this? How might we do that? and always be playing around with possibilities. This is a really key distinguishing feature from my research into successful innovators, successful entrepreneurs with that innovative mindset is that they're asking great questions and they're playing around with possibility. And that's how some of these really unusual connections start to form. And practice, you can actually get better at making really creative connections between all sorts of different things. Practice this. People do Sudoku, people do word search and crosswords, and they're great for practicing that logical thinking, problem solving parts of the brain. But how many of us actually stretch the creative part and get better at making new neural connections? And you can do this. There's something called the alternative uses activity. And what you do essentially is you say, well, how many different things could I do with a board eraser or a paper clip or a pair of scissors or you know random items that are around and you see how many alternative uses you can come up with. I've done this. I used to lecture at the University of York. I lectured on the MSc in engineering management for about eight years on a Friday afternoon and it was about three o'clock on a Friday afternoon and everybody was brilliant. really loved it but we started the session with picking a random object and everybody in teams would work for three minutes and work out how many alternative uses they could come up with for the clock or whatever random object we'd chosen. And you know, over a period of about nine weeks, the scores just went up and up and up because people got more flexible in their thinking. The scores went from round about sort of 15, 16 things on average, right up to the high 40s. And even one group was getting in the 50s because they just got used to that more flexible way of thinking and making connections and playing around with random possibility. So if we don't use it, we lose it. And we can actually train ourselves to think more creatively to make these connections. It just takes a bit of practice and it's quite good fun to do as well. The alternative uses activity was created by Guildford and it's about 50 years old. It's a good team game. As part of that, 
we need to be thinking in a divergent way and a convergent way. So innovative thinking and an innovative mindset isn't just about creativity. It's also about making the right choices. It's being very commercial. It's about exercising judgment and using analysis and data to identify opportunity. So we need to be able to be flexible and move from divergent thinking, which is about being really expansive and seeing where our ideas take us and thinking laterally from that creative point of view into being convergent, which is then taking the best of those ideas, finessing them, working out which ones have got the most promise and the most possibility, being analytical about how we move those forward and making good and well-judged choices on the way as we go through. So this is whole brain thinking. The innovation mindset isn't just creative. It takes advantage of the whole of the brain and the different modes of thinking in which the brain operates. So having this flexibility to do both is key. And this is where having some tools, having a toolkit that you can use. So it's, it's about knowing when to be divergent and when to be convergent and using different activities to help you shape your thinking. Something as simple as doing a mind map, for instance, helps with divergent thinking. Whereas if you were to do a list and a prioritization matrix, that really helps you with convergent thinking. As we're going through the innovation process, we've got to take these good ideas, the most promising ideas, and put them into effect and bring them into the world so that they're actually being useful. The innovative mindset is, as I was said, constantly looking outside, looking for those opportunities and making those connections, spotting things that other people don't see or might miss or ignore. And then thinking about, you know, how does this work within the overall purpose of what we're here to do? How does that work? And what is the transformation that's needed? So taking an idea through to the reality, it could be a commercialization reality, it could be a piece of social innovation and making a social change or whatever it is, that requires creativity, strategic thinking, problem solving, and a good deal of resilience on the way because innovation is never very straightforward and you go from A to B. You've got to work it out as you go. And when you get those moments where things aren't clear, it's about keeping going, working through it and gaining that clarity. So an innovative mindset does mean hanging in there, keeping the faith with the idea and keep trying different things, testing fast, failing fast, learning fast and going again. And Throughout everything, it's about co-creation. So the innovator has a really strong sense of emotional intelligence because they know how to work with people around them, not just to influence and communicate, but also to ask the right questions to learn and to surround themselves with a really good team that will help the innovation get off the ground. So all of these things are absolutely fundamental elements of the innovation mindset. I've studied innovators, as you know, done lots of research and also have got lots of hands-on experience of working with innovators on some really broad-ranging innovation projects. And the key thing is about creativity, but courage, courage to make a difference, courage to fail, courage to give things a go and to try something new, connection, commitment, customer focus, being commercial, you know, really great communicators. All of these things are facets that a great innovator needs to have, and they're all skills that we can develop 
and we can practice through self-awareness and feedback and learning. So if you would like to power up your own innovation mindset, as well as those things that we've said about divergent thinking and looking outside, do use all of your brain and combine all of that great intuition with data, feedback, research, you know, with quantitative analysis, with logic, reasoning, judgment, and so on. And prioritize and focus too. So this is the convergent thinking coming into play here. There's loads of great ideas. I know people that could have idea after idea after idea. And the thing is, sometimes we've got to be selective and commit to one idea and really go for that and focus because when we try and do too many things in one go we end up not doing any of them particularly well prioritize your ideas focus on the best ones and really aim at getting those away and use that convergent thinking to work out which ones to go for and as part of that don't innovate in an echo chamber. As I've said, test fast, fail fast and learn fast. Because if you're only innovating inside your head and you've only got yourself to bounce off, you're not going to know where the flaws are, where there's rich potential that you haven't spotted or how you can move this forward in an even better way. So you do need some sort of feedback and input from outside. So that's really important too from an innovation mindset point of view. And look, this should be in our DNA. Innovation isn't a one-off that we just do from time to time or on a special occasion. It's not extra above and beyond the day job. The world is changing so quickly and the world has so many different needs. There's so much opportunity for positive change that actually everything we do, there's an opportunity to do it a bit better, a bit differently, to spot something that we could move forward That should be in our innovation DNA, in our business DNA, and certainly from a leadership point of view. And you know, the great innovation minds are great facilitators too, and they understand the power of actually bringing great people together to innovate collaboratively. And if you're interested in that, I've got lots of free resources. So go to bigbangpartnership.co.uk slash resources. And also have a look at the blog and the YouTube channel because I produce all sorts of free content for you that will help you with some of these things. I hope you've enjoyed this show. Thank you very much for joining me and I will see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time Show brought to you by Dr. Joe North. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and access more completely free resources at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources. We'll see you next time.